This is Wednesday, May 24th. Would you consider yourself to be a disciple of Jesus? We've seen this week that the word in scripture for a disciple means something like student or learner. This word in Greek is where our modern word, mathematics, comes from. To excel at math, one must study diligently. So discipleship is also a form of study. But it's not a book study. It is learning a person. I like the way Romans 15.5 speaks of this approach to learning. It says, May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus. Yes, in accord as with Jesus. And that is the goal of a disciple, to come to live completely in accord with Christ, the person of Christ. Now today we launch into that section of the Gospel of John where the longest teaching of Jesus is recorded. This is discipleship training for the men he loved and called and taught and then sent out. This is John 13, verse 1. It was just before the Passover festival and Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Now we are at that moment in the life of Jesus where he's arrived in Jerusalem and on this past Sunday, before this week, was the triumphal entry. He taught almost every day in the temple courts facing challenging questions of the religious leaders. Now this is the night, Thursday evening, from our text, when Jesus celebrated the Passover with his disciples. Jesus has nearly completed his mission. He's ready to go to the cross, and that's where he will be the next day. But he's focused on his disciples. He loves them and wants them to be equipped for what is ahead and to fulfill their calling. It really is a remarkable scene because we imagine that he'd be concerned about what lies before him and the cross. But instead, he's thinking only of them. And John tells us that. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. How beautiful and powerful is that? First, he loved them. This tells us about the way God loves people and the way God loves us in particular. The Lord explained this to his people when he chose Israel. This is what he said. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth. It was not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord set his love on you and chose you for you were the fewest of peoples. But it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers that the Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of slavery, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. That's Deuteronomy 7, verse 6 to 8. Now the Lord tells his people that he loves them. He's chosen them. But then he tells them that it's not because of any merit they have. It's not because they're numerous or successful as a nation. In a sense, he says he loves them because he loves them. It is a circular way of speaking of his love, similar to the circular wording we find in the Gospel of John. Having loved, he loved. 
For the disciples, they did not gain Jesus' attention through anything they did. He chose them because he chose them, and he loved them because he loved them. Let's think about the way love typically works in our world. First, love seems to flow when we're getting our needs met, getting what we bargained for. Love is part of a bargain that says, as long as you are there for me, then you will have my love. But when you're no longer there for me, well, then my love will flag and ultimately fail. But this love of God is uncaused by us. God didn't begin loving us because we deserved it in any way. God loves us not because we are great, but because he is great. God loves us not because we're good, but because he is good. And second, notice how long this love will endure. I've heard couples share their wedding vows and say, they are committed to each other as long as love lasts, quote unquote, rather than till death do us part. But how long does human love last? But the love of Jesus, we're told here, lasts to the end. He did not begin loving us because we deserved it, and he doesn't stop loving us for any reason. Because it's not about deserving. Having loved, he loved. And that is our story and the message of the gospel. The Lord set his love on you, and he chose you. Now, John tells us this about Jesus because this is foundational to us as disciples. We live every day in the security of Jesus who loved us and will always continue to love us. Let's pray. Gracious and loving Father, we see our struggles and doubt your love. We're easily shaken, but your love never fails. Enable us to rest in that. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.